hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. Matthew 7:24. Welcome to Jesus.com podcast, KOFC Kadosh. What a beautiful name it is, the name of Jesus Christ. start before the beginning of time with no point of reference you spoke to the dark and fleshed out the wonder of light and as you speak
failure and pride yeah. On the hill you created The light of the world Abandoned in darkness to die Ooh. And as you speak A hundred billion failures disappear where you lost your life so I could find it here If you left the grave behind you so alive I can see your heart in everything you've done Every part designed in the work of art called love if you gladly chose surrender, so will I I can see your heart in billion different ways Every precious child should die to save If you gave your life to love them, so will I like you would again a hundred billion times For one measure could amount to your desire You're the one who never leaves the one behind Like you would again a hundred billion times for what measure could amount to your desire You're the one who never leaves the one Now, let's welcome the pastor of this dynamic service, Pastor Kwesi Abedu. Hallelujah. Right. Shall we bow our heads and begin to pray? Thank God for today. Thank God for this afternoon. Thank God that you are in church this Sunday afternoon. It's a blessing be in the house of the Lord you could have been in many places you could even have been out of this world but you are alive and you are here thank God father we thank you Thank him, thank him, thank him. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving. 
and into his courts with praise. Father, we thank you. All may not be going well, but at least we are alive. A living dog is better than a dead lion. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. Rabatoli basanta la bakarianda la basanto la baba. Bidili bakora basante libori andala basati. We cast all our cares upon you because we know that you care for us. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Madili bakara basanta la babaria. Oh, Jesus, we thank you. We thank you. He is jealous for me. Lost like a hurricane, I am a tree. Bending beneath the weight of his wind and mercy. When all of a sudden, when all of a sudden, I am unaware of these afflictions eclipsed by glory. Just how beautiful you are and how great your affections are for me. And oh, how he loves us all. Oh, how he loves us. How he loves us all. Sing, oh. For me, he is jealous. He loves like a hurricane. Loves like a hurricane. I am a tree. I am a tree. Bending beneath the waves of his wings and mercy. When all of a sudden I am unaware. All of a sudden I am unaware of these afflictions eclipsed by glory. Realize just how beautiful you are and how great your affections are for me. And oh, and oh, how he loves us all. Oh, how he loves us. How he loves us all.
we pray. Father in heaven, we thank you for this afternoon. Holy Spirit, you are welcome. This is your meeting. We pray, Lord, that you will have your way in our midst. I yield my members. Crucify this flesh. Live in me and through me. I pray, Father, Lord, anoint me with fresh oil. Let me be a vessel of honor. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Let me speak a word in season to him that is weary. I bind the works of Satan. I cast out every demonic presence. I pray, Lord, that your word will have free course amongst your people. I pray, Lord, that let your word bring salvation. Let your word bring healing. Let your word bring renewal of our minds. I pray, Lord, that we will not leave this place the same. Have mercy on us, O God, and bless us. In Jesus' mighty name, let the people of God say, Amen. Put your hands together for Jesus, and you may take your seats. Hallelujah. I want you to turn and look at your neighbor, eyeball to eyeball, and tell your neighbor, I want you to know that I love you. <laughs> and there is nothing you can do about it. Tell your neighbor, even if you don't love me, as for me, I love you. Put your hands together for Jesus. <laughs> Amen. People hear those words in the wrong places. So it's important that we hear those words in church. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, prophet is not around, and, but we thank God for his life. Amen. Amen. So today I'll be preaching by the grace of God. Amen. Amen. And I believe that God is going to speak to you. Amen. Amen. All right. I want us to turn our Bibles to the book of Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy is the fifth book of Moses. Genesis, Exodus, um, Leviticus, Numbers, and then Deuteronomy. Amen. If you, if you don't know where it is, just look at content. And then you find it and then you go. Amen. Deuteronomy chapter 7. And I want us to read a scripture from verse number 21. Verse number 21. It says, Thou shalt not be affrighted at them. Tell your neighbor, don't be affrighted. The word affrighted is an old English word, which means do not be afraid. Amen. It says, for the Lord thy God is amongst you. Now, one of the definitions of fear or the, the meanings of fear in the Bible is the, is the, um, the lack of the presence of God. So he said, don't be afraid. And he gives the reason why he shouldn't be afraid. He says, for the Lord thy God is among you. And then he says, a mighty God and terrible. That is why David said in the Psalms that even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, he said, I will not fear evil. Why? For thou art with me. Hallelujah. So anytime you are afraid, it's possible that then you are far from God. 
Because if God is with you, the Bible says that you don't have any need to be affrighted. Tell your neighbor, don't be affrighted. Amen. Verse 22. It says, For the Lord thy God shall put out those nations before thee by little and little. You may not have to you know, here the Bible was talking to Israel. Israel had just, as it were, were coming out of captivity. And they were just about the brink of victory. And God was speaking to his children. And he said, I'm going to hand over the nations before you. And he said, I'm going to do it by little and little. Hallelujah. He says, you may not have to consume them at once, lest the beasts of the field increase upon you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Whilst I was reading the scripture, I found something very interesting. God said, you are going to have the victory. You are going to overcome. You are going to be blessed. And may God bless you. He said, you are going to have the victory. But what struck me was that the, the, the Lord told them, he said, this victory is going to come little by little. <laughs> and he goes on further. He says, don't take them out at once. He says, even if you can take them out at once, don't do it. And then he gives another reason why. He says, lest the beasts of the field increase upon you. Hallelujah. This afternoon, I'm preaching on a message I have entitled, Little by Little. <laughs> petit a petit. <laughs> Shake your neighbor, say small, small. We'll get there. Yeah. Few, few. Kakra, kakra. This is God speaking. And he said, your victory is going to happen little by little. You know, there's something very interesting about the generation that we find ourselves in. Everything is instant. People have put food in the microwave and they are getting agitated that the thing is not warming. <laughs> yeah. The microwave says one minute, 30 seconds and the people are impatient. It's amazing. Yeah. But those days, to warm food, <laughs> in fact, there's no freezer to even freeze it before you come to warm. Every meal is from scratch. But because of the kind of generation we find ourselves in, we bring that same attitude to church. And it's like when people come to church or become Christians, they want their life to transform immediately, instantly. Bless me now, Lord, or I'm leaving tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. One day somebody told me, he said, look, I've given God 24 hours. 
if he doesn't sort me out, I'll finish with the church. I said, all the best. You are giving God deadline. When he's the one giving you the oxygen to breathe, you are giving him a deadline. You just close your oxygen like this. You see (laughs) what will become of you. But it amazes me. The Bible says that God told them, he said, your victory is going to come little by little. You know, one day I watched a movie called The Shawshank Redemption. It's one of my all-time favorite movies. In this movie, a man was accused of murder. And then he was sentenced to life in prison. So he was jailed. He was in his prison cell one day. And then he had this small metal, I don't know whether it was a knife or something, hammer or something like that. So he was putting a picture on the wall. As he was putting the picture on the wall, as he hit the thing, he realized that, ah, the thing was breaking. Then he said, ah, this wall, I thought it was stronger, but it looked like it is small. So he realized that, ah, maybe this wall is not as strong as I thought. Then he started having ideas. So time passed. One day, the prison warden came to the jail cell. They went to bed in the night. Then in the morning, it was time to invite all the prisoners out. Then they called for him. He was Andy. Andy something in the movie. They opened his jail cell. Then they called him number 47256. Come out. There was nobody coming out. Hey! Then they opened the prison cell. When they went in, the guy was not there. (laughs) They looked everywhere. They couldn't find a guy. They looked up. They looked down. He was nowhere to be found. Then the prison warden got upset. He was holding, I think, a car key or something. Then he said, damn, how could we have missed this guy? So as he put the, as he slammed the car key on the floor, then the key went and then there was a poster by the wall. Then he hit the poster. Then he went through the poster. Then they realized that, ah, there must be something wrong. So they removed the poster. Do you know what the guy had done? The guy had dug a tunnel through the wall and he had escaped. And then they played back how he did it. Every day, he would dig small, then he would put it in his pocket. Then when they are going out, he would take it out, then he would empty his pocket. Every day, little by little. That's how the guy escaped. (laughs) Little by little. <laughs> Every day, he would break small of the wall. That died, put it in his pocket. When they are going to eat, then he would just take it out. When they come outside, he remove it. Like that. Every day. Then you put the poster there. Then at night, when people are asleep, then he will be scraping. Scraping. He dug a long tunnel through the wall. Swam through about five miles of feces. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And then he escaped. What? <laughs> Amen. So, I mean, and, and he was in one of the most secure prisons. So, as I watched this picture, I said, hey, so even in a prison where it's like you can never be free, if you hold on to this principle of little by little, oh, you can escape. And when he came out of jail, he was a rich man. 
Because when he was in jail, he had been doing a lot of money laundering things. And oh, I said, wow, little by little. Amen. You know, there are general ways that God blesses his children. There are extraordinary ways also that God blesses his children. But the general way is the little by little. Little by little. Miracles are good. And I pray that once in a while you experience a miracle. But miracles are not everyday occurrences in people's lives. That is why it's called a miracle. (laughs) Amen. And you see, in life you must flow with statistics if you want to be wise. Because if you don't go by statistics, you can have a very funny mind of something. You know, it's like you say, oh, I mean, education is not good. Because I know people who are not educated, but they are okay. There are exceptions, <laughs> but there's a general rule. <laughs> yeah, there's a general rule. You are more likely to be just okay if at least you educate yourself to a certain level. So if you want to fall in the general bracket based on statistics, it's good for you to go to school. Or you say, oh, me, I don't care. I mean, you can go to school, but you don't really have to learn. Look at the statistics of the people who failed. And you will see that, look, it's better that you fall in the general bracket of things. Amen. And when you look throughout the Bible, God always does things little by little. Look at how even Jesus came. The Son of God. Why didn't God whisper, Pooh! Then Jesus appeared, Chum! Most of our superheroes, that's how they are birthed. But Jesus had to be born. In fact, Mary had to be pregnant. Pregnancy, nine months. Watch her spit, you know, have all these kind of morning sicknesses and things. And then finally give birth. And then Jesus will be poo-pooing and weaving on himself. They'll be cleaning him. I mean, can you imagine all that stages that it took? God himself was doing something. Why didn't he just do that? And then Jesus appears. And then he does that. He's dead and he's gone back to heaven. No. He had to be around for 33 years for a reason. That's why I'm telling you that, you see, there's a, 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 a normal way that things are done. Normal way that things are supposed to be done. And that is little by little. <laughs> when you become a Christian, your growth will be little by little. <laughs> Yes. You will not become a Christian after three months. Then you have become a walking Bible. It is little by little. (laughs) Yes. It's little by little. I mean, when you look at most of the people who are sitting in front, they've been in the church for a long time. A long time. One day we finished service and then somebody came to me. He said, oh, today is the second time I'm coming to this church. I said, oh, he said, your message was very powerful. But you know, the Lord has also been speaking to me. So I want to suggest that next week you give me the microphone so that I share with the church. (laughs) I said, really? I said, in the first place, I don't have the microphone because I want to even have the microphone. It's because my pastor has given me the microphone. Yes, there are ways that things are done. You don't just appear in the church and have a revelation and then we give you the microphone. No. Who should gather all these people for you to come and share to them? (laughs) 
It's little by little. It's even like church growth. There are, there are supernatural church growths. But the real way that a church grows is little by little. Oh, yes. Little by little. Little by little. Little by little. And you see, the Bible says that when things don't happen little by little, when it happens at once, it comes with problems. It says the beasts of the field will increase upon you. If you like get rich tomorrow, these beasts that the Bible is talking about, you will see them. Yes. If like tomorrow land one million dollars, you will see. It's true. <laughs> it's true. It's true. That's why the Bible says in Proverbs 28 verse 22, it says, he that hasted to be rich has an evil eye and considereth not that poverty shall come on him. Even riches is not supposed to come suddenly. It's supposed to come little by little. Solomon prayed one day. God blessed him with wisdom. He said, I'm going to give you riches for free. Within a short time, Solomon was rich. Come and see the slay queens. <laughs> At a point, he couldn't handle it. Yeah. The Bible says that his wife turned away his heart from his God. Yeah. You get rich, you will see that. You think that people don't like you. Get rich, you will see that people who like you. Yeah. The Bible says that the rich has many friends. Yeah. You suddenly see people say, Oh, somebody, you are looking very nice. Oh, you, are, you, are, you, are, you are looking terrible. I say, oh, but, oh your, your tie is the nicest tie I've seen in my world. Hey. When you didn't have any money, you dress your best because nobody notices you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. You see that suddenly you begin to attract problems. Problems. Things happen suddenly. Nah, it's not good. So in this scripture, the Bible says that victory comes little by little. And the first thing I want you to see that increase and prosperity must come little by little. Little by little. It's good if God blesses you out of the blue with some powerful blessing. But I tell you, there are some riches, if they come suddenly, it will take you out. When I was young, I read a story. Those of you who read, you probably have read it. Those of you who don't read, <laughs> I don't know. But the title of the story was The Goose That Laid the Golden Egg. Some of you are trying to remember your nursery school now. <laughs> In this story, there was a farmer. And this farmer and the wife had been going through turbulent times. They didn't have any money. And they had been praying for a miracle. And then one morning, they opened their door and they saw a goose in front of their door. So they took this goose and they took it inside. 
Then they watch the goose. They say, ah, this is a very nice goose. What do we do with it? We don't know. Maybe let's just keep it and see. Tomorrow morning, we can decide on what we'll do. So the following morning, when they came back, this goose had laid an egg. One egg. Then when they saw the egg, they realized that the egg was golden. They said, wow, golden egg. What are we going to do with this golden egg? Then the wife said, let's sell it and make some money out of it. The husband said, very good idea. In that story, the wife was the one taking all the decisions. <laughs> That's why they were poor. <laughs> the man was not taking any decision. No, it's not like the wife was taking a decision. That's why they were poor. The man was not taking any decision. That is what I mean. <laughs> Amen. He was not playing his, 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 his role as the head. <laughs> Amen. So they went to sell this egg. And they got some money. They were very happy. Then the following morning, they realized that the goose had laid another egg. They said, wow, this goose seems to be laying golden eggs. So they would wait every day. In the morning, they would come, one egg. Then at a point, the wife said, look, our needs are also increasing. Yes, because when God starts blessing you, your needs increase. <laughs> so he said, our needs are increasing too fast. And this, this, this goose is too slow. <laughs> every day, one egg. Every day, one egg. We are tired of this one egg, one egg matter. He said, sweetheart, you know something? Let's slit open this goose. Maybe there are a lot of golden eggs inside. Then we remove all at once and sell them. Once again, the foolish husband said, I think it's a good idea. <laughs> yeah. So they took a knife. They slashed the goose into two. And then when they opened it, they saw that there was no egg in the, in the goose. You can imagine what happened to them. They went back into poverty. They could not build up their financial capacity little by little. They couldn't. That's why some of you are here, you, you are into betting. I should say it again. I said, that is why some of you, you are here and you are into betting. <laughs> you want instant prosperity. Yes. Want it now. That's why some of you ladies are slay queens. You have been wrapping somebody's father's belly. You want instant blessing. <laughs> yes. Instead of going to school, learning small, 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 class one, class two, class five, JHS one, JHS two, write your exam, pass, university, first year. No, 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 no. You are in JHS three, but you want to hold a Louis Vuitton bag. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes when I see some of the people, their phones, Edwina, I wonder how they got it. Yes. I wonder how they got it. I say, how did they get this phone? They don't have school fees. They say they don't have food. They, they don't have anything, but they have an iPhone 10. <laughs> how did you come by that phone? Little by little. 
Amen. In 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 6, the Bible says, Godliness with contentment is great gain. Then the next verse, he says, For we brought nothing into this world, and it is certain that we can carry nothing out. He says, Having food and raiment, let us therewith be content. Hallelujah. Then in verse 9, he says, For they that will be rich fall into temptation and a snare. He says, if you like, get rich suddenly. You will see the temptations that it will come with. Yeah. He says, and a snare. A snare is a trap. Yeah. And many foolish and hateful lusts. <laughs> Look, sudden blessings increases your desires. Desires that you didn't know were there, suddenly you see that they are there now. <laughs> and those are the beasts, temptations, lusts, evil lusts. That's what the Bible calls temptations. Yes. It says, if the blessing comes suddenly, you will see them. Then he says, for the love of money is the root, verse 10, of all evil, which some have coveted after, have Aired from the faith. You see, a certain blessing can even take you out of the church. Yes. Yes. And many times it's the certain blessing. Boom! Now we can't see you again. There are people like that. Never worked before, don't have any work. Then some powerful prayer by prophet, they get a job. You don't see them again. Yeah. You guys, oh, Pastor, we went for some meetings somewhere, we went for some days. You are their CEOs and managers. They come to church every Sunday. Suddenly, he said, the Bible said that they, they erred from the faith. It can take you out of even Christianity. Yes. So he said, there are beasts that are waiting to pounce on you. That is why things should not happen suddenly. You see, as I'm talking, you may not believe it. You may think that, God, I need an instant blessing. <laughs> but I'm telling you, and believe the word of God. It says, if, a, if you consume them suddenly, you'll be located by the beast of the field. That is why things have to be happening. Increase has to happen small, small. Yeah. Many of you, prophet told us how he built his house. Every day you buy one switch, one socket, one, one, one gang switch, one um, socket, double socket, one pipe, um, electrical cable, one, 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 one. We heard this message about three or four years ago. If you had been buying those sockets, oh, your house would have been about 30 or 40% complete by now. Yeah. Or even if you had decided that I mean, I'm going to buy one block, one block, one block. A block is just about three cities. One block, every day I'll buy one block. Three Ghana, three Ghana, three Ghana, three Ghana. Yeah. You've been buying credit. Credit, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You see, I'm an architect too. When, 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 I, when, I, when I look at the cost of a house and I look at how much people are paid in this country, it's almost impossible to own a house. Oh, I'm telling you. The average person, even if you earn 1,000 CDs, and many people earn less than 1,000 CDs, oh. <laughs> even if you earn 1,000 CDs and you are using 50% of your income to build a house, that's 500 Ghana. 500 Ghana times 12 months is what? 
is what? Is what? 6,000. If you multiply by 10 years, that's 60,000. Very, very, they are very small houses that you, I mean, 60,000 may not easily build a house, a house that you will like. <laughs> Don't you hear the prices of the house on, on the $75,000, $120,000? And these are even small, small estates, two-bedroom, $75,000. We are 60,000 Ghana cities. If we do the dollar conversion, we are about 10000 or 11000 thereabout. When are you going to build a house? When are you going to build a house? So if your pastor has shown you a higher wisdom, little by little, you will think that is not powerful. But perhaps that is how many of you may own houses. Little by little. Little by little. Little by little. Many have erred from their faith and pierced themselves through. Pierced themselves through. Yesterday I was watching a documentary. It's called The American Factory. It was talking about how um, GM, GM was a very big company in the United States, how they closed down and a, a Chinese man bought the company and decided to, General Motors, that's GM, and then decided to now build a nice company. They manufacture glass. When this Chinese, so many people lost their jobs. So when this Chinese company bought the company, Chinese um, man bought the company. Then they started. Then they started employing people. So they were interviewing some of the people that were employed. This particular woman, she lost her job. She didn't have anything. So she had to move to her sister's um, basement to, to just stay there. So they employed her. Then as they employed her, they started paying her gradually, little by little, little by little, little by little. Then she got a lot of money. Then now she could afford an apartment. So she bought an apartment and she went to live in it. Beautiful apartment and I was watching it. Then a few factions in the company started saying that, look, the people, they are not treating us well. <laughs> they are not paying us well. They are not insuring us well. They are not this, they are not that. They are not, there were a lot of grumbling and things. So they said, look, let's get the American Union to come and speak on our behalf and tell the people that we are not satisfied. You see, and as I was watching the, the documentary, I said, ah, these were people that didn't even have jobs. Oh. They didn't have anything. Suddenly, it's like, now we have a say. Let's show the company what to I said, if you know what to do, you would have had a job. <laughs> yeah, somebody comes to put a job there, you have a place to stay now, you are not happy to even collect your salary little by little and build up yourself. Eventually, they had to, they, they, they fired the lady. Yes. And they even lost. So now she had to go from hero to zero. Why? Because she wanted instant something. It wanted now. <laughs> little by little. Little by little. Amen. It's one of the best principles in the Bible. Little by little. And I've seen that if you're a Christian and you have this principle at heart, you are always not under stress. No. Because everything little by little. Hallelujah. Number two. Poverty and decrease also comes little by little. 
the first thing I said was that prosperity and increase must come little by little. Number two, poverty and decrease also comes little by little. You know, poverty is not an event. <laughs> it's, not that, it's not something that happens overnight. It takes a long time before it arrives. Hallelujah. In Proverbs chapter 6, verse 6, the Bible says, Go to the ant, thou sluggard. Consider her ways and be wise. Amen. Now the Bible is talking to lazy people. It says, go to the ant, you lazy man, you lazy boy, you lazy girl. It says, consider her ways and be wise. Verse 7. It says, who having no guide, overseer, or ruler, gathereth her meat, provided her meat in the summer, and gathereth, and gathereth her food, in the harvest. The Bible says that the ant, one of the main characteristics of this wise ant is that they don't have guides. They don't have overseers. They don't have rulers. But yet still, they do what they are supposed to do when they are supposed to do it. Amen. That is why in every company, the people who have the less supervisors are paid more. <laughs> yes. And the people who are, supposed, who are told what to do every single second, they are paid less. Yes. So receive wisdom. <laughs> yes. If you want to earn more, be supervised less. Yeah, there are some people in age. Anything you tell them, you have to check after five minutes. They say, oh, we've heard, we've heard, but you know that they've not heard. <laughs> they will do the exact opposite. Yeah. One day I got a new job. Hey, when the MD was talking to me, I said, ah, but this guy, does he think that I'm in class too? But after working for some time, I realized that there are people like that. So when he tells me, he says, repeat after me what I said. I said, ah, but this guy, but, but see, there are people who need that. <laughs> yeah, because there are some people when you tell them to repeat, you'll be surprised what they'll repeat to you. <laughs> yeah. No guide, no overseer, no ruler, but they pray. They visit. They read their Bible. Yeah. Little by little, they do it without a guide. Amen. Then he says, how long will you sleep? <laughs> how, some of you, you have slept. Ah, you have slept. You see, when, 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 when you are supposed to be moving and you are standing at one place, you are actually moving backwards, if you don't know. Yes. He said, how long will you sleep? When will you arise out of your sleep? Then he says, a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the arms to sleep. <laughs> it says, so shall thy poverty come unto you as one that traveleth and thy want as an armed man. He says, that's how poverty comes. That's how decrease comes. He says, oh, let me sleep small. Let me sleep small. I had a meet like that when we were in secondary school. Hey, the guy likes to sleep. The first time I experienced him, I was shocked. 
covenant. He said, he said, please wake me up at 4 a.m. I thought the guy was coming to sleep or was coming to learn. I said, 4 a.m.? He said, yes, 4 a.m. I said, okay. So I woke up. I tapped him. I said, Charlie, before a.m. He said, okay. Then he woke up. Then he got down from the bed. Then he stretched. And he went back into I said, oh, but what you did? He said, no. I said, are ah, you not going to learn? He said, no, 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 no. He said, this be the best time to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> He said, no, at this time, you have to wake up and then go back to sleep. He said, you don't know what it is like. <laughs> hey! Charlie, the guy filled Porto. Yeah. Sometimes we go for prep. He said, oh, I sleep 20 minutes. 20 minutes, you wake my soul. I beg, make on 30 minutes. Sleep so. Just at 10 more minutes. You sleep throughout prep. A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the arms to sleep. He says, your decrease is coming over you. Small decisions that you think are small, it's like investment. I remember when Prophet did that calculation with us. Almost everybody in the church could easily have become a millionaire if, 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 if we decided to go with it. If we were just to save, I think, $10 or so a week, or something like that. Within about 25 years, everybody will be a millionaire. Hey! But you see, it, it, it's so small. It looks like a small decision. But that small decision, small, 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 it is affecting something about you. It is affecting something about you. Some of you, the, the decisions you are taking is making you lose the presence of God. Small, 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 but you are becoming further and further and further away from God. Yes. Feather, feather. First, you said, Oh, there's nothing wrong with holding hands. Yeah, you're holding hands. Nothing wrong with holding hands. Then now you move from holding hands to now you have grabbed. Yeah. Then now the, the hand is from here, then it was dropping. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One day I saw a brother, he had done this, and the hand was moving like that. I said, Hey! And the sister too was not saying anything. Yes. Yes. Little by little. Little by little. Yeah. Look, those days when we had beloveds, you can't even hold hands. One day I was holding hands with my cousin on the car park. My cousin. Then I think um, one of the bishops, I think he thought it was my beloved. He said, come on, live I said, hey, have I done something wrong? He said, is that your beloved? I said, no, no. From that day, I realized that even if it's my beloved, I don't have the right to hold hands. Hey! That was how it was. <laughs> At least there's some of you, you have gone past hand-holding. <laughs> yeah. But it always starts like that. Oh, yes. It's always little by little. Little by little. Did I, did I tell you the story about that sister who was surprised? One day, a sister came to see his pastor. Her pastor. And he said, Pastor, something happened. The pastor said, what happened? He said, Pastor, I've fallen. He said, oh, what happened? He said, Pastor, I was in the house. Then, brother, this came to visit me. <laughs> He said, whilst we were there, 
In my room, there's only a bed. I don't have a chair. So he said he, his legs were tired. So I said, he should sit on the chair. Then he sat on the chair. Then I said, well, then what happened? He said, then me to my legs got tired. So I decided to also sit on the chair. Then I sat on the chair. Then, then the pastor said, then what happened? He said, but pastor, when we were sitting on the chair, I was surprised. The brother just put his hand around me. He said, he put his hand around you. He said, yes. I was very surprised. Anyway, then the pastor said, what happened? Then he said, then pastor, whilst his hand was around me, before I realized, he, he was removing my top. And, and I was very surprised. <laughs> then the pastor said, then what happened? He said, pastor, then he also removed his top. <laughs> he said, at that point, I was too surprised. I didn't know what to do. The sister was surprised that till the till happened. And she was very surprised. Yeah. <laughs> surprised. Little by little. Little by little. Yeah. That is how many people get where they are, they are going. Little by little. And then when you are leaving the church, you can see it. You'll be cautioned. Be careful. Don't go. Don't do this. You see that little by little, you are drawing back. You used to come for rehearsals every week. Then you stopped. You don't come again. Little by little, you don't realize that you are, the devil is taking you out of the church. Yeah. It says, as your, your, your poverty shall come as, a, as a, a traveler. A traveler. Somebody who is traveling. When you are traveling to Kumasi and you spark the car, you don't appear in Kumasi. You start moving. You go through committee 18. You hit the motorway. You do a U-turn at a shaman. You keep going. Little by little. Then now you're at Fiesta Royal. Hey, yeah. Then at Chimota. Then you move. Then Ofanko. Then you are going. Little by little. Little by little. Little by little. Before you realize you're at Ejiso. Yeah. You have gotten closer. Yeah. The little bad decisions you are taking. You would think that it doesn't, it, it, it's nothing. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah. The little bad decisions. Yeah. Is that, oh, it doesn't, it, oh, to, just today I didn't read my Bible. That word that you didn't read, there's some temptation that is waiting for you about four years' time <laughs> that you would have needed to equip yourself to overcome. But you felt it was nothing. It was nothing. Little disobedience, you think is nothing. Little anger, you think it's nothing. Look, your little anger, one day it can disgrace you. Yeah. That, that anger that you think is little, one day it can disgrace you. One day I was in a meeting with a guy. I think I've told you this story before. Yeah. Very good friend of mine. At that time, he was even my manager. Yeah, he was my immediate manager in the company. They went for a meeting. The CEO was upset with him. He said, you took a very foolish decision. Do you realize that? The guy became very angry. He said to me after the meeting, I'm resigning today. How dare him talk to me like that? I said, brother, what he said, we, you and I, we know that is true. <laughs> you may not like it, but I said, look, don't do this thing. He said, I'll resi he resigned the following day. It's been almost eight years. He still doesn't have a, work, a job to do. Maybe he should have just been able to control himself. I mean, if somebody tells you you are foolish, even the Jesus told people that he was foolish in the Bible. 
What's wrong with foolish? Foolish. He didn't say you are foolish. He said you have taken a foolish decision. And the decision, it was an unwise decision. <laughs> What's the difference between unwise and foolish? <laughs> so it's just your pride. So you may have some small pride you think is small. Hey, one day that pride can bring you down. You can lose a fantastic job because of that pride. Amen. Amen. So it says your poverty or your decrease, it will come little by little. Hallelujah. Yeah. That's why it's important to, to, to see the things in your life that are important so that you don't just leave them to, to the wind. Amen. Because many things, look, they, they, don't, they, don't, they don't happen overnight. They don't happen overnight. You see, going, it's like the church. Sometimes you can be offended by something. You don't say anything. You are just there. Then now your offense just draws you back. You don't say anything. Then now when you see this, like me, I don't want to even go for them to come and say anything. Let me just be here in my small corner. Before you realize you are out of the church, now you are sitting in front of a fetish priest. Yes. But it started small, 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 small. We saw your friends changing. When we say, you say, oh, it's not pastor, it's not, these are old school people. They are my old students. I mean, but you didn't have these people around you. <laughs> yeah. Suddenly you are connected to all these people. <laughs> yeah. Every occasion you are there in the center. Yeah. Small unbeliever music, you started listening, small, 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 small. It starts taking you out. Yeah. <laughs> Small, 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 small. I tell you, that is how things work in the kingdom of God. There may be miracles. There may be things that have. I've been in this church for more than twenty years. Twenty years. You came just last three weeks. <laughs> came just last three weeks. Twenty years. Many people have been in this church for. Pastor, I'm so has been in the church for about thirty years. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thirty years. I mean, you can never compare yourself to him. No, no. Every day, sitting down, listening to prophet, little by little, little by little, little preaching by little preaching, little. Pre oh, you have heard about faith. You have heard about commitment. You have heard about humility. You have heard about love. You have heard about your Christian life cannot be the same. Yeah, it can't. That's why you must keep coming to church. Every Sunday you must come because it is little by little that you will become somebody. Put your hands together, stand to your feet, let's bring our service to a close. Just bow down your heads with me and begin to pray. Some of you can almost immediately see the areas in your life that you need to pay some attention to. Areas of your life that you, have, that you have neglected, that you need to pay some attention to. Begin to pray to the Holy Spirit. Ask Him to touch those areas so that little by little, those areas will be strengthened. Some of us is attitude. Some of us is our emotions. Some of us is our spiritual life. It's taking a dip. Some of us is our financial life. You used to save little by little. Then one day you gathered all and spent it. It's not too late to start again. Little by little. Little by little. Little by little. 
so that we can escape that beast that wants to come upon us little by little little thank you Jesus makiriando liba santa labacora rasa tole bikirianda laba santa lababa ricola laba santa labacosa tele bikirianda laba oh Jesus mekalara basuta libara zibadoli in the name of Jesus though thy beginning be small yet thy letter end shall greatly increase your beginning may be small but if you go little by little step by step your latter end will greatly increase makelero bosatala balara may your victory come may your victory come in the name of Jesus Thank you for listening. It was great having you. You're invited to fellowship with us at the Kadosh Morning Star Cathedral, Sakumono, upseat the Regional Maritime University, off the Tema Beach Road. You can send a text via WhatsApp to 0546-125491 or 0548-961-323 for other messages. Follow us on social media jesus.com kadosh on facebook and jesus underscore.com underscore kadosh on instagram be a doer of the word and not a hearer only see you this sunday at 1 p.m stay connected